I believe that sales is literally interrupting someone's shitty behavior and sh someone's shitty patterns, right? Mm. So if I see someone who's like making shitty patterns or making shitty decisions or like not building a business the way that they could or I can help them or I can, I can help them grow it or all those things, like I'm literally here to help you like interrupt your shitty patterns. So if I see someone, I'm absolutely going to help them and offer them my solution. So that is definitely one. And I'm like massively focused on helping people. What's up, guys? Back again with another episode of the podcast, The Determined Society. Once again, I have an amazing guest scheduled for you guys today. You're going to get a ton of value out of this badass boss babe, CEO, and founder of Real Results Coaching. I have with me the sales queen, the one and only, the Jillian Murphy. What's up, buddy? What's up? I'm so excited to be here. One, I'm like a huge fan of you. I love your show and it's such an honor to come on and just speak with you, your community and just literally rip on so many amazing topics. So I'm so excited to be here with you today, my friend. Dude, I'm excited too. Cause you know what I learned? I didn't know you were a fan of me. So I'm really excited about that. I, I love mean, fans. How can you not be? I don't know. Hey, I, I piss plenty of people off. Right. So Same. I mean, Jesus, you know, that's what happens. You know, greatness really pisses people off. Doesn't it? fan of grant cardone he's like mm -hmm. my role model in life and one of his favorite sayings is like you're either gonna love me or you're gonna hate me but you're absolutely gonna like know me right so yeah hey, that's my jam that's no absolutely absolutely i get i i love that and and dude like that's the thing about you know when you're in this online space when you're in sales and just podcasting whatever it is right we are not going to be everybody's flavor of ice cream like i am not going to appeal to everybody um you know, I, I'm sure I could come off as very brash and, mm -hmm. and if people don't know me, know me, like really know me, I could come off as probably arrogant. It's not who I am. Um, but I really love your raw authenticity. And it's one of the things that really drew me to you, um, just as a friend. And then really, you know, I, I loved it when I was on your show and I'm like, wow, I really got to bring your authenticity and just the real shit that you bring to my audience. So, you know, feel free to let it fly today. <laughs> Let that freak flag fly, right? Yeah, dude, absolutely. 24-7, right? It's like a, a fucking indication. I have it on my mailbox out front. It's just like, hey, shit's going down in here. I'm um, here for it. I'm here for it. Dude, totally. So I'm I'm really fascinated by your story. You know, you 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 were you have been in sales for over 20 years. Yeah. And most re I don't know how recently it was, but you were, you lost your job in corporate America. I think you were laid off. And then from that point on, you know, you really had to dive in, dig your heels in and create something. I mean, you're a mother, you know, you have, you have bills, right? So walk my audience through something that, that may have at the time seemed like your earth was being, your, your whole world was being blown up, but actually turned into your biggest blessing. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so I spent 22 years in the corporate sales space. Um, I was in corporate. I was a ride or die in corporate. I always say like, if I could have tattooed the name of my corporation on my forehead, I literally would have. Um, I never, ever, ever would have thought I would have left corporate America. And mm. about two and a half years ago, I walked into my corporate job and they literally cut from the top down. And when you're doing very well in corporate, you know, and things change, the conditions change, the world changes. That's where they cut down from. And I had no idea what I was going to do. And I literally was walked out of my corporate office and literally not knowing what I was going to do. But I always say, like, I had a God-given talent, universe-given talent, 
who to give in talent, whatever it is that sure. you believe in. And I knew that I had, I had, a, I had a talent for sales. So I literally quicked it, quickly shifted to the online space because I knew that sales is a talent that everybody needs. I don't care if you're a realtor, you're mm -hmm. a chocolatier, you sell fucking candles, you are an online coach, you need sales in your business. So that was right when the pandemic started mm -hmm. and everybody was coming online. They were trying to sell courses. They were trying mm -hmm. to sell network marketing products. They were trying to be realtors. They were taking their brick and mortars online because they couldn't serve. They were hairdressers. And I had so many friends and family that were just like, can you help me sell X, Y, and Z products? And I was like, sure. So I literally came online and just started with my own friends and family. And then from there, it quickly compounded, compounded, compounded. We're 23 months into my business. I've helped over 500 entrepreneurs grow and scale their business. And like, I always say, like, we're just fucking getting started. Dude, I love it. I love that shit because like, dude, like the, the one thing that I absolutely love about you, well, there's two things, right? Um, I mean, one, probably like a million. I'm pretty cool. There, there, <laughs> for the sake of the conversation, we're going to talk about two right now. As we go on in the show, I'll probably say it 15 more times. Um, but dude, like you give so much information in your socials and I'm not talking about just like information. I'm talking like you show exactly how you do shit. You tell your fucking story every day. And like, I'll read some of the stuff that you do and be like, bro, I wish I had her brain because like, I'm not documenting enough about my podcast journey. And now I will, right? Like it's cause we switched and we're going a different route in my business. But like, I just, I admire just like even the simple carousel posts, like you've talked about how you've, you know, how you built your business, you left a, you left a community or even most importantly, just being you like, like the struggles that you have had. Right. I, I love that about you. The other thing I really love and the reason why I wanted to have you on my show is not because we're friends. It's because, um, man, you are like you're like a freaking dog on a bone. And I, and I mean that in the most respectful and loving way, you know what I'm like? You're a salesperson. You get what I'm saying. It's like, if you were on something, you believe in something, you, you ain't coming off of it. Have you always had those qualities? Yeah, absolutely. Because well, one, I believe that sales is literally interrupting someone's shitty behavior and sh someone's shitty patterns. Right. Mm. So if mm -hmm. I see someone who's like making shitty patterns or making shitty decisions or like not building a business the way that they could, or I can help them or I can, I can help them grow it or all those things. Like I'm literally here to help you like interrupt your shitty patterns. So if I see someone, I'm absolutely going to help them and offer them my solution. So that is definitely one. And I'm like massively focused on helping people. Like that is the thing. Cause I also believe in sales. There's two winners, the winner mm -hmm. who's going to get my services and going to help them grow, whether that's sales, marketing, messaging, branding, whatever it is. And then also the winner of the person that's going to be compensated. Right. So that's how I look at sales is like, there's, there's two winners. It's not like the winner who's just selling and making compensation. It's, it's two winners in it. So I love that. And then going back to like the content piece, when I first came onto social media, I remember I wanted to make my content so good that even my free content, if somebody binged it, they couldn't move a needle in their business. And this is what I say. If you just came to my free content and listened to my podcast, or binged my content or saved a post and integrated it. This is the difference. And you actually integrated it and actually implemented it. You could move the needle in your business. Mm -hmm. so I teach you how to hit your first 10K, how to hit your first six figures, how to get on 300 podcasts in a year, how to grow your community, right? But the thing is, most people don't actually integrate it. 
So I wanted the people who literally didn't even have a dollar or even could afford a mentor to be able to literally move their business off of my free content. And the magic, of course, happens when you're actually in the proximity of working with me. Man, that is, that's amazing because there's a lot of individuals out there, right? That use that, well, I can't afford a mentor or I, I don't know how to do this as kind of a strategy not to move forward. And then there's the other, there's the other people like they don't want to give out too much. Right. Um, I, I think that the latter is a terrible approach. I'd rather be the person saying, I don't have money than the person saying like, I don't want to give away too much free stuff. Like Dave. David Meltzer has been giving free trainings away for 30 freaking years. Like he does it every freaking Friday. Like it, I mean like clockwork, like so much free information to even to a point when I had him on my show, he said, the only difference between my free training and my, and my actual one-on-one -on -one coaching is the proximity and the relationship capital. 100%. That's it. Right. And so same thing, same thing. now, now this is an interesting question. Okay. And, and this is something that I've pondered just about myself as well, because I'm a human being. I can have a, a million amazing ideas in the moment, you know, my kid gets sick or my dog pukes on the fucking area rug. I'm kind of like, okay, that idea is gone. The ADHD kicks in and I'm just toast. Um, why do you think people can binge content and, and binge all these amazing podcasts, which they're actual one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions, if you really think about it, right? And they stall or they there's that disconnect between creating that action to implement the, the skills. What, what do you think goes on there? Because the transformation is actually in the, in the transaction. Mm. You make the, when you put skin in the game, mm -hmm. you actually make a, a, I believe a monetary, monetary, piece in it, mm -hmm. that's, that's when the, that's, that's when the transformation happens. I'll tell you a true story in this. Okay. I was a fitness competitor for seven years. Okay. Mm -hmm. I've been on stages. I've been in shape magazine. I've been in oxygen magazine. Like I know how to eat. I know how to work out. I know how to get abs, all the things mm -hmm. right right now. I'm trying to lose 10 pounds. I know how to lose 10 pounds. I know how to lose. I've lost 70 pounds. I know how to lose weight. Mm -hmm. I can binge YouTube videos. I can read books, all the things. Sure. It wasn't until I literally hired this girl online for $119 a month that I literally got back into action. Now I know how to eat. I know how to count macros. I know how to literally do all the things, but it was that I needed to literally make the investment because mm. the, the tran transformation happens in the transaction. There is power in investing. There is power in that commitment. Why are there so many free workout videos, but, 99% of America is overweight. Because there's no fucking value in the free video. There's no value in it. Yeah. it. It's literally, that is where the transformation actually happens. And I love that Dave Meltzer says that because it's the exact same thing that I say. I'm not teaching anything different in my one-on-one -on -one containers. Mm -hmm. I'm not teaching anything different that is not on my podcast or on my free content. The reason why my clients get such different results is because they're in proximity and mm -hmm. in accountability and removing the needle because there's actually transformation that's being happened because we're expanding in that container together. I think the other big thing is too, like when you have that win, if you're working on a one-on-one -on -one basis, right. And you have that win, there's someone truly to share it with. And like, if you have grown up playing sports or been a part of any type of team, right. Or even if you were just in the chess club, when you were growing up in high school we or in, you. it's okay. Yeah. We'll love you. You can hang out. Um, you know, you have this adult figure that you want to make so proud, 
right? And I think as though when you when you are a mentee in a mentorship program, you want to make your coach proud, right? And so there's a there's an extra special, like you say, the proximity and the sharing of information to where that once that win is created, it's like amplified. That feeling is amplified tenfold, which now, right, through like law of attraction and, and energy and feeling those feelings, like maybe that, maybe it's a small win. Maybe it's just a $3,000 client and it's not going to be earth shattering, but the actual feeling that your body downloads, that's like a big dopamine hit. Right. And then the next time you go do it, it's just like, boom. It, and like you said earlier, the compounding effect of it, um, is, is tremendous. It is. I know um, you and I, you and I share a good friend, Matthew Allen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm his one on one mentor. Right before we got on this podcast today, he had a master class today. And it's exactly what you just said. He literally slid into my boxer and he was so fired up just to tell me about how his master class went. It wasn't yeah. even a sale today, but it was just having that person to share that win with and to talk about the energy in the master class and to share about like the like what people were saying in the chats and like how exciting it was. And again, it's like having that relationship to celebrate it with. Now, is Matt like coming to me and being like, hey, Jillian, I want to make you proud subconsciously? Yes. Of that, course. That is yeah. absolutely what it is. And now we're in this like energy. It's like, okay, now what are you going to go sell? Now he's going to go sell something. He's going to come back and be like, I made you proud. I did this. This is exactly what happens when you are in like high level mentorship with somebody. Mm. Versus just like, I did this master class and like, I'm proud of myself. There's another level that happens when you're in close proximity to somebody. Yeah, I agree with that. And and to clarify, I didn't know about Matthew's um, uh, little masterclass today. I've been on recordings all day. I think this yeah. is like my fifth show, but save the best for last, right? Obviously. That's clearly, duh. <laughs> um, but I, I do know somebody that was on that in that master that little masterclass of his, and he, I, I heard nothing but great. He's amazing. Great reviews about it. He, you know, I, I love Matthew and I don't want to make this podcast about him, but I asked him when our first conversation, I'm like, bro, are we like long lost brothers? Because we have the same fucking energy. It's hysterical. Yeah. Um, he's, he's a clown and I love it. I love it about him. But yeah, I mean, I he's think, like, you know, the, the sharing the wins and having that back and forth, that camaraderie, right. That team feel is a big deal. Mm -hmm. Um, what are your thoughts? Like now we talk, we're talking about mentorship, right? And, and, and again, you know, I I've invested in, in, in tons of mentorship programs mm -hmm. and, you know, we all have, right. Mm -hmm. What would you say to those people out there that are searching for mentors, right? Like a sales mentor or someone that, you know, needs to build their podcast or, you know, how do you, how do they choose the right mentor for them? Oh, this is so good. Well, I think there's so many good things that I would love to dive into. One is I think you need to go deeper than just what is being marketed on social media. So I actually just did a masterclass on this last week and I talked about some really great investments that I made in 2022 and even 2021. And I also talked about some mentorships that I got burned on. And I think that people are really good at marketing. And it's yeah. really important that you dive deeper than just what is somebody's Instagram profile? What are they sharing on social media, right? Because again, you could be a marketing genius you can be a marketing maven, but not really getting people results. So I think really diving deeper. So some of the questions that I ask people when I invest in them, it's like, I see that you're having all these great wins, but like, can you show me some of your client wins? Can you show me some of the clients that you've worked with, right? Can you show me 
some proof, some social proof, what it is that you're actually doing. Because this is the thing. It's really easy to get yourself results, right? But like, what are the results that you're also getting for your clients? I think that is something that's really important to do. The next thing is, do they have a proven framework? Do they have like a proprietary framework? Do they have a framework that they work their, walk their clients through, right? Or are they just like coaching you like out of thin air? That's also like super important to ask somebody. And then the next thing is like, do you actually vibe with this person? Like, would you take advice from them? Would you want to be in their shoes? Do you like the way that they coach? And then fourthly, this is huge for me, is like, do you like the way that you're being sold to by them? So I actually just had this conversation with a one-on-one client last week who actually signed up with me. And she slid into my DMs and she was like, hey, Jillian, I am going back and forth between you and another coach. And Mm -hmm. I can't decide between you and her. And one of the reasons why I can't decide is like, she's really pushy and you're not. And I said, okay, so why don't we just, why don't we unpack this for a second? Mm -hmm. If she's really pushy, how do you think she's going to teach you how to sell? So watch somebody's content, watch the way that they're selling to you, watch the way that their emails are coming out, right? So be a consumer of Mm -hmm. this person. If they're a very laid back person, if they're not bombarding you with ads, if they are selling to you in a way that feels good, they pro- that's probably how you want to be sold too. So that's that's the other way, right? Like yeah. I want to buy from somebody that is selling to me in a way that feels really good. So those are like yeah. my four biggest questions. Four dude, biggest those questions. are amazing. Those are amazing. And dude, I want to take that fourth one and I want to expand it if I may. Not for you, just for me, just so I want to build off of it for the audience. Always pay attention to when that person that is talking to you is trying to sell you the moment they think that you're telling them no watch how they react. hundred percent. Watch how they react because a lot of people will gaslight the fuck out of you and they will tell you, well, Hey, you know, if this is something that's not a priority to you Mm -hmm. or, you know, um, well, can't you find the money somewhere else? Like, listen, we all know that sometimes you got to spend money before all that money's there and present. Like we, I I get that. I've been involved in that, right? Um, multiple five figures this past year. Mm-hmm. right? Expensive lessons. But like, guys, pay attention to how somebody is operating with you. Mm-hmm. Jillian has been low key, like with me for almost two years about attending one of her calls. Mm-hmm. It's a free call. Mm-hmm. It's free. Like I'm going to repeat, like her, her sales social club is, is, is a, is a Wednesday call, right? And it's free. It's free. Dude, like she's never beat down my door. Like I know if I were ever in a situation with her, I would never feel uncomfortable. I would be able to tell her how I felt. In fact, I think about a year ago I did mm-hmm. and I was blown away and, and gained a large amount of respect for you and how you handled it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like I, I just, I just, I had to say that because, mm-hmm. you know, this online space, let's talk about it real quick. Okay. Cause it, yeah. it's, it, it's, it, to me, it's a dirty space. It's a dirty space. And, and before we even dive into that, because I am a sales coach and I've been coaching for 22 years, mm-hmm. one of the biggest questions that I get asked is like, how do you overcome objections? And you guys can binge my content. I say this all the time. I don't, mm. I don't 
overcome objections because I am not in the convincing game. Nope. I'm not here to tell you how to move your money around. I'm not here to convince you to work with me. I'm not here to say like, oh, if you don't play bigger, you're not like, I'm not. That's a good I one. The power that I hold. Mm-hmm. I know the power that my programs hold. And when you are ready, I am here. There's mm-hmm. a very different energy between like convincing and offering. Sure. So my programs are always here and they're always available versus like that convincing type of energy. So if somebody mm-hmm. slides into my DMs and they're like, hey, how much is your your program? And then I tell them and then they're like, oh, I can't afford that. This is what I say. Amazing. When you're ready, I'm here. Oh, how much is your program? I tell them, oh, I can't really afford that. Perfect. When you're ready, I'm here. That is what I say to every single Sarah's objection. And then guess what? I continue to talk to them and Mm -hmm. I continue to love on them and I continue to invite them to my free coffee chats and I can continue to invite them to my free community and I continue to support them. They're not Mm. just in my world because they were once a lead in air quotes. And that is how I sell so much because I don't look at people as leads. I don't look at people as dollar signs. I look at people as humans Mm. and when they are ready to buy from me, I am literally here. I, I absolutely love that. I love that about you. And, and ladies and gentlemen that are listening, I've had, like I said, many interactions with Jillian, many, many interactions, right? So I, you know, and it, it didn't really come to light really until this conversation, mm-hmm. right? So I, I'm on the other hand, the same, the same way, yeah. not on the other hand, in the same respect. I, I don't, I don't like convincing people. I don't even want to try it. I don't even, I'm not even interested in it. Right. Like, Hey, um, I want to grow my podcast. I, I want it to be a, a top five global, you know, global podcast like yours, Sean. All right, awesome. Here's the link to a call. Mm-hmm. Help on a call. How much is it? Boom. Ooh, I don't know. Can't do it. Hey, listen, what, it's fine. Whenever you're here, I'm ready. This isn't a pressure sale. It's like, yeah. dude, this is, you ask for information. I'm giving it to you and I'm going to be here. I'm not going anywhere. Yep. You know, I mean, I want it to feel good. You know, that's the other thing, man, like in sales, like, don't you want the consumer to feel good about what they've done? Yeah. Or do you want the, or do you want them going home with their tail tucked between their legs? Hopefully their spouse knew that they were going through the transaction before they even did it. But like, don't you want them going home excited, Excited. you know, and feeling good about shit, like in that positive and rich energy from the fucking jump Mm -hmm. other than, you know, dealing with, you know, that, that guilt or that. What is that? The buyer's remorse, right? Because they're too scared to say no. So no, I, I absolutely love that. You want, uh, such, you want them to be such like an empowered buyer mm-hmm. versus like a scared buyer, because then you're convincing them to get on calls. You're, you're, you're chasing money from the very beginning. It's like a, it's a gross relationship. Yeah. 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 I love worth, it. What? It's not worth it for two, three, four, five thousand $5,000. Not worth it. No. One thing that you do that I really, that, that I like, I know you don't like them. This is the micro offers. Um, you know, I was sitting there thinking, you make a fuck ton of money on them. Yeah, no, you like them that way, but you know, I know, I know what you're saying. Like I've been thinking like, fuck man, I need to do a micro offer. I need to do a fucking micro offer, you know, like I totally should do it, you know? And, um, but it's funny because it's like, I just haven't thought of it before. Right. And that's just the power of social media. And, and again, like you really need to look guys, you need to look guys and girls, when you're binging somebody's content, look what they're about, mm-hmm. you know, are they, are they only talking about themselves or are they showing their family? Are they showing their real life? Like, dude, like show your real life. People do not, you go to my stories, you see my kids dancing around in fucking tutus. Like, yeah. like you don't like you're, you know, it's not all, 
just business, right? I post about my wife, like I'm a human being, like living a real life. And I think, you know, the thing that I've also really enjoyed about you is you have started to open up about your journey with your headaches and things that, that went on last year. Do you mind sharing with the audience a little bit about what you went through and how you, how it looked to the outside, but how it wasn't intrinsically and how you pushed through to, to break new records for yourself and your business? Yeah, absolutely. So I actually just did a masterclass on this uh, on Friday. It was called Behind the Brand. And I actually talked about how I had the biggest year in my business. And just for records, it was close to a half a million dollar cash year in 2022. Um, And actually in, in about 11 months and how I actually had one thing on social media, like you guys saw you know, huge cash months and you saw like a, a podcast launch and all these mm-hmm. micro offers and all these things. But on the flip side, I was dealing with almost daily chronic headaches in and out of the ERs, massive social anxiety. Um, I was traveling almost daily to this like brain camp every day. And it was really a lesson that I wanted to teach my audience on Friday about really holding the duality and mm. space because so often we think that we can't do both. We think that, well, if my kid is sick, I can't show up on social media. Or if my relationship is failing, I have to like, I have to shut it all down. And this was really an invitation for my audience to welcome in really being able to hold more than they really think that they're able to. And I wanted to show this masterclass. And what I did was I actually went through my entire year. I broke it down January to December. And I showed them what they saw on social media versus what was in my camera roll. And my audience was like blown away. They were like, I can't believe that this is what we're seeing. And this is like what was going on behind the scenes. And it was a way for them to see that like, you're so much more, you're so much more capable of what you're actually able to do and Mm. how you actually should give yourself so much more credit. So yeah, I was able to really show my audience. I also had a lot of betrayal last year from a lot of clients, a lot of friends who I thought were my friends in the online space, uh, people who kind of backstabbed me. Um, you know, I talked about people had to, I had to send to collections. I talked about team members I had to fire. I talked about bad investments that I made. I talked about what that $433,000, what it looked like, but that all the stuff that actually went on behind the scenes. And, uh, yeah, it was a powerful masterclass, but it's also about the stuff that I think people don't share in the online space. We mm-hmm. just share the highlight reel. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was an amazing masterclass. And I think that entrepreneurs need to share both sides of it because it was important. Dude, um, first of all, I hope you recorded it. I did. Um, yeah, I, I need it. I was okay. on recordings. Oh, thank you. I was re- on recordings all day. Yeah, we did speak. I'm pissed. I missed it. Yeah, so I want to see it. Yeah, I think no. entrepreneurs should see, watch it. Honestly, I'm down. To, I, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. So just on the record, I need yeah. that. Um, secondly, you know, when it comes down to the highlight reel. You know, I, I try to do the best I possibly can. You know, I post things, but I also show vulnerability as it pertains to my relationship. As you know, that, like I put it out there, you know, like my, my show that I launched today with Emily Ford, like big guests, we were talking about relationships and the shit that I did wrong in 2022. I felt like 2022, which is like a full year of me just fucking up. Like, like really like from the outside looking in a beautiful wife, beautiful children, beautiful family you know, successful podcast, this dude's got it all. Like, no, dude, I was struggling, like struggling, like in, in the turmoil between being in between mentors, um, you know, 
having a successful show, but not feeling it was a success because let me be perfectly honest. Mm -hmm. I, there's been big people I've spoken to on the show and they're like, wow, you're abs Sean. Like, I'm so glad I, that you reached out to me, like to be on a successful show like this. And I'm like thinking like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> like, are you watching a different fucking channel? Like, but, but, but that's the thing. It's like, no matter how authentic, right. You put out, you, you, you are, some people don't see it. Some people just miss it because the, the, you know, the algorithm. So, so lovely nowadays on Instagram, yeah. it's like, people don't see your shit. Right. But I try to be so real in like, not, I don't want everybody to think I have it all together. Cause I don't, right. We're all learning. Like, like we're all trying to grow, right. You're not at your peak. You're not even, you're at the fucking base. You're dude. Like this is just the beginning. Like, you know, when I look at you, I'm like 433. I'm like, okay, great. That's going to be at least 1.2 this year. <laughs> like, I'm not even fucking around with that. Like for me, like I'm, I'm looking to get to my first half million in this, right? Like, and I know last year was my first year in and I did five figure. I did well, I did decent. Amazing. But like, it wasn't shit. Right. And, and for me this year is got to be here, but I need to lead with what I know I need to be doing. And I feel, I finally feel like I have clarity right now and what, and what my audience wants from me and I'm going to fucking give it to them. Right. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I mean the whole, the whole being real thing, man, that's just, that's so hard. To, and it's so hard to like show yourself, like, especially with, for you, like you were in pain. Mm -hmm. Like that's hard to show people, man. It is. It, it is hard to show people. And this is the thing too. I think that a lot of people, like this was something that I really had to come to terms with. And somebody asked me this yesterday. They were like, why did you not show it a lot in the beginning? Well, one, I didn't want my audience to feel like I couldn't hold the space for them. Right. Mm -hmm. So I've, I've, I've had a booked out client roster for almost 18 months. So I've been online mm -hmm. for 23 months. I've had a booked out client roster for 18 months. So my biggest fear was like, if I start showing clients that like, I don't feel good or I have really bad headaches or, you know, I'm processing a little bit slower, they're going to leave. Yeah. And they're not going to book me out. Right. So it's like, I wanted to, I was so afraid to show them what was going on because they were my livelihood. Yeah. So it was like, I didn't want to, I didn't want to show them. So I would sit, like, my clients would be like, oh, why aren't you on video today? And I'd be like, oh, I have really bad service or. Hey, I have to, you know, I have to do a call. I'm to do a call on the phone today. But once I actually started to show them like the humanness, that was actually when it started to happen. And I actually teach on attraction marketing, like attraction mm -hmm. marketing is something that I teach on. And once I actually started to show more of who I mm -hmm. was, this was actually even more of a magnet. I talk about this a lot on my podcast too. When we try to be one thing online and then one thing offline and then one thing on our podcast and then one mm -hmm. thing on our coaching calls this is where we actually get diluted right like we actually start to be like something different and then we mm -hmm. actually are not such a magnet for our audience anymore so if well, what was happening is i'd be like okay i gotta like be this one thing on my coaching calls and then i'm like gotta be something else on the podcast or i gotta be something else like this i mean where are these different masks yeah if you can continue to show up and just be all of sean all of Jillian, that's when you become magnet, right? Like you guys, it's 4.30 in the afternoon right now. I have been the same person all day. I've coached in the same energy. I hosted mm -hmm. a mastermind today. I was on two podcasts today. I've been the same person all day. Yep. I don't 
flip a switch. I don't say like, okay, well, I'm going on Sean's podcast so I know I can say fuck. Or I'm going on Brooke's podcast and she's a Christian so I know I got to be a little bit different. Or I'm coaching with Jen and she's an introvert so I got to be a little different. Like I'm the same person all yeah. the time and that's what is magnetizing to people. 100%, 100% accurate. You know, just because someone's a Christian and doesn't say fuck like you doesn't mean that they're not going to see value in you. They right. may not speak like you, but they came to you for you. And so I always believe like I am not in character. This is who the fuck I am. Like, you know, like to a point where like I have to apologize in my house for saying fuck so much. Like my dad's like, I can't listen to your podcast. You say fuck. I'm like, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, I, I mean, like if I'm, if I'm having a conversation with my wife and, and you know, if, especially if we're disagreeing and I say fuck it, you know, she doesn't like it. And I have to like, and, and I don't blame her, especially if I'm charged up, but like, I'm not going to change one bit. Like I did a, a podcast recently, you know, with a guest and like, I know this person doesn't say fuck as much as me. Right. Yeah. But whatever, like it's my show. Yeah. Um, and people have messaged me. Mm -hmm. I really love your content, but my kid really can't listen to your show. Yeah. I'm fucking and sorry. Like this is not a kid's show. That's why it says explicit on the fucking rating. Like I know all, all of mine have the E. People have said to me before, like, I really want to come to your coffee chat, but like my kids home and like you guys say you guys drop a lot of F bombs. Okay. Like okay. I'm not different for the different containers that I'm in. This is who I am. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think it's, it's funny because I, I did a, one of my very early podcasts is called, I can remember this. It's called life is not G rated. Yeah. And it was about people beating up on Andy Frisella and David Goggins for their language. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like, guys, listen, you know, if you're somewhere right and your kids are home, throw headphones in hundred percent. Throw headphones in. If you're that worried about it, throw one headphone in, keep one ear out so you can hear your kids running around. So they're not like destroying the fucking place. But like for God almighty, like I'm not going to sit there and go to David Goggins or Andy Frisella or other people that I admire that, that do have language like me um, and say, Hey, you know, I really can't let my son listen to your podcast because you say a lot of shit. Um, by the way, my job as a father is to be that example for my children, yes. not so they have to feel like they have to listen to David Goggins or Andy Frisella when they're nine, six, and four years old. Yes. Stop looking, stop looking to pass the buck parents. Like, yeah, now I'm talking to you guys. Like stop thinking life is G rated. Like sales isn't G rated. The show isn't G rated. Jillian shows not G rated. And guess what? The elementary school that your kids go to is not fucking G rated. Yeah, yeah absolutely not. Like your, your kids at the playground in second grade are probably talking worse than we are right now. Whoa. <laughs> I've heard some, I've seen some shit from my son. Like he doesn't have a dirty mouth. You guys are probably worse than what we're talking about. Right but, but dude, like it's funny. Like they say some funny shit, but like, wow, we are in the weeds. But no, it's cool. It's a, it's a casual conversation and that's what people, that's what people dig about this show, man. Um, so listen, so like, what are some of the things that, that you feel every online entrepreneur or business owner needs to implement first without giving too much away, obviously. But like, if you, if you haven't, if you are sitting there struggling with sales, what is the one thing you can do immediately start driving revenue to create a win, to stack another win and another win and another win? 
start implementing. Stop mm. learning and start implementing. Mm-hmm. Number one, like yeah. literally start start implementing. And then number two, go talk about what you're selling. So often people come to me and they're like, I need to be better in sales. I need to start selling. And I will watch their Instagram stories or I'll watch their content. I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck you're selling. I haven't mm. heard you talk about anything. I haven't heard you talk about an offer. Part of the reason why I generated close to half a million dollars last year is I sell every day. You guys go binge my content, the Jillian Murphy. You will see me sell unapologetically every day. I am selling something on my stories. I'm selling something through my content. Not in an obnoxious way, but you know every day what I have for sale. So Mm. go sell something. Go talk about something. And this is the other thing. If you are not comfortable with sales and you're not feeling like sales is your skill set, that is the number one thing you need to learn because sales is the foundation of every business. So quit dicking around on Canva or trying to figure out your Instagram bio or trying to build content. Go learn sales first, because if the online business fails, which I hope it doesn't, sales is a foundation that you can go take and learn everywhere. This is what I tell my clients. If your online business crashes tomorrow, what I'm teaching you, you can literally go be the best bartender, the best waitress or realtor. You can go work at Target. You can literally take what I'm teaching you because it's a skill for life. Love it. It's it's so true. And it's it's, it's also, I'm like thinking about all these um, organizations I work with, like I, you know, group coaching programs yeah. for um, sales organizations. And the biggest thing there is mindset, to be quite honest with you, how okay. they view, how they reach out to somebody. And what I found is a lot of people, they like to go straight to bed really way too quickly. Like yeah. that's the issue. Like yeah. that's the issue. Like just because someone likes your post or comments on your post, mm-hmm. that's it, not a lead. That is Absolutely. somebody engaging with your content because they respect you in some way, shape or form. So like, you don't necessarily have to say like, Hey, thanks so much for liking my post. I have this workout group or this, this, uh, Bitcoin situation. Do you, are you interested? No, no, no. Let's slow play this shit, you know? But the one thing that I've also noticed is like when people, and I don't do it enough, I'm just going to be straight up. Like I know, I already know you're watching. I don't do it enough. I started, <laughs> I started to today though. If you saw one of my stories today, you start, you start to see that I'm starting to talk a little bit more about it. Because now it's something that I truly believe in. Yeah. Right. But when you don't believe in something or you're not in congruence or, you know, you're not in alignment with what you're, what you're selling, you're not going to talk about it. Cause you know why no. people don't know how to talk about something they don't believe in. Like, yeah. it's very simple, right? Like your first sales, what I always say. Dude, that's so true. Yeah. It's like that every single day. The one person that has to believe in you the most is yourself. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah, you gotta be sold on your you gotta be sold on your offers, right? Like mm. I always say, like when people come to work with me, I'm like, are, are you sold on this? Like, would mm. you buy it? Like, I am so fucking obsessed with the stuff I sell. You guys, everything I put out, I love. I think my mastermind is the best mastermind in the world. Mm. Every micro offer that I put out, I love. I love my free coffee chat. I love my Facebook group. So that's why I'm obsessed about it, and I talk about it every day. The things that I don't love, I don't talk about. Yeah, right? like I'm like I'm in network marketing. You don't see me talk about liquid collagen very much because like. I don't really love it. Yeah. The things that I love are the things that I talk about. So you need to be your first sale. If you're not, go back to the drawing board, revamp your offers because you need to be so fucking excited about what it is that you're selling that you will literally talk about it. Even if nobody's buying, I'm mid launch right now on something right now. And it's not going as well as I thought. 
I'm not stopping because like mm-hmm. I'm obsessed about it. I think everyone needs to learn micro offers. So it's like, even though it's not like blowing the roof off, I love it. I'm excited about it. And I'm going to keep talking about it. How long would you tell someone they need to launch before they like pre-launch before they actually talk about it, talk about it. And then how long would that process be for these people listening? Like, okay, this is a good time frame to launch the offer and to close enrollment. Yeah. So your launch, your launch depends on your temperature of your audience. So mm-hmm. if your audience is cold, six to eight weeks. If your audience is warm, four to six weeks. If your audience is hot, like my audience is razor hot, I can launch something in two weeks. So mm-hmm. let me tell you the difference. If your audience is cold, that means when you put out stuff, nobody's buying, right? Like you put up an offer and like nobody's buying. Also, your audience is cold if people are not messaging you consistently asking how to work with you. That's mm. a cold audience. Mm-hmm. A warm audience is like you put something out once in a while, people are like, oh, I'm interested. Um, or maybe like once or twice a month, people are asking to work with you. That's a warm audience. A hot audience is like what I have. It doesn't matter what I put out, somebody's buying it. I can put out, a, today I have one-on-one coaching available. I know without a shadow of a doubt, someone's going to snag it up. I know if I put out a free masterclass, someone's going to join it. I know if I put out um, whatever, someone's going to buy it. That's a hot audience. People are asking mm. me consistently that. So that's a difference. Hot, cold, or warm. This is the thing. People think they have a hot audience and they have a cold audience. Or they're maybe like watching their mentor who has a hot audience and they're seeing that their mentor only launches like for two weeks and they're trying to mimic that but they have a cold audience. So it's super important that you know the temperature of your audience. And then you're actually going off of like an actual like runway, the better. This is the other thing. The longer the runway, the better the takeoff. Mm. That's also something to remember. You can't just be throwing spaghetti against the wall. No, it's really, it's a really good question that I asked it because I wanted them to hear like the difference between you and somebody else. hundred percent. That's the difference. Like, so like I've had some salespeople on the, on the podcast before, and we've, we've had some amazing conversations, mm-hmm. but like that differentiator right there between, you know, n- distinguishing whether if you have a hot or cold or warm audience, like that is a big thing. Like, so that way, ladies and gentlemen, when you are sitting there right now and you have this, this thing you're talking about, what Jillian is saying is if your audience is cold, literally every offer that you drop, mm-hmm. right. No one's responding. No one's asking about it. You need about eight weeks talking about that offer. Mm-hmm. Like, like, dude, just set that out for two months. Like today's January. Fuck. I don't know what today is. January 15th, maybe, or four. I don't shit. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like your program's not starting until March in the mid in mid March. Like you need to crank shit out. You need to do whatever you can. You need to take your message and do it in multiple forms, whether it's a single post, a carousel post in a story or a reel. The message is the same, just people vibe differently with different forms of content. And if you're just doing reel after reel after reel, you're fucking missing it. Yeah. Like a hundred percent. And people, the general public doesn't consume reels. Like we consume reels as entrepreneurs, right? So like, let's say you are a fitness coach and you're selling to moms. Moms are not understanding reels. Like we're understanding reels as entrepreneurs. So you also have to understand that too. This is the other thing. When I have like one-on-one clients that work with me or people in my mastermind. I actually encourage them not to follow me. I actually encourage them not to binge my content. 
-hmm. especially if they're in a launch, because they're going to get very frustrated and they're going to compare what I'm doing. And we are on very different journeys, right? Mm -hmm. So like a lot of my one-on-one clients, I tell them, mute me and do not follow me for the first two months that we work together because we're on very different paths and I need them to stay committed to their journey. I need them to stay committed to their process. And if they are putting out an offer and I'm putting out an offer and they're watching my stories and it's like, someone signed, someone signed, someone signed, someone signed. And my stories are like fucking firecrackers and they're like, nothing's happening. They're not gonna stay committed to the process. Their process is very different. So again, a lot of my clients, I'm like, when we're working together, I don't want you to follow me because your process is very different than my process. And I need you to stay committed to your process. Also knowing that my process looked just like yours six months ago. And I know that, and I'm going to walk you through your process right now. That's it's, it's so well said, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think that at any point in time, comparison is the thief of joy, right? 100%. Like we, we sit there and we're going to compare our day one or our first six months to someone's month 24. Mm-hmm. It's not the fucking same. It's not even close. I don't compare myself to Chris Harder, who's my mentor. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, right, right. You know, so that's the point, though. But people are always comparing. People mm-hmm. are always comparing. I've done it. I compare. I'm human. But then I have to, but now I, I'm aware enough to check myself, like, dude, slow down. You're at where you're at. You're going through the season right now for a reason. Mm-hmm. You're going to come out stronger. There's a reason why I've ended up having to, you know, edit my own show. There's a reason how, it, how I had to learn shit that I'm very uncomfortable with mm-hmm. is because now I can be somebody else's um, person that shows them, like yeah. truly shows them, not tells them shit. Mm-hmm. Hey bro. Hey girl, here's how you do it. Let's yeah. hop on a zoom. You know, I'm going to share my screen with you. This is how you're going to edit your own show. Yeah. So you can take control of your own brand and how you're displayed out there to the public. Right. Mm -hmm. And then eventually as you grow, like then you can offload these things, you know? So I just think it's super important to understand that the, the big difference, Mm -hmm. um, this has been a super impactful conversation. Like we got, dude, it's already 40, dude, we've already been on for like 46 minutes. Like this could quickly turn into a Joe Rogan podcast. And, um, (laughs) but you know, we're, we're going to land the plane here. And I just, you know, for the sake of everybody and I'll put it in the show notes, but um, how can my audience best support you and be involved in anything that you have going on? Yeah, absolutely. Well, one, thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for giving me the space to share with your community. One, of course, I have a podcast. Would love to have you guys there. They're very short episodes, 15, 20 minutes. We break down all things sales. It's called the Sales and Social Podcast. And honestly, just come over and say hello to me on Instagram. It's the Jillian Murphy. Come binge my content. Come say hello to me and sign into my DMs. And if you guys are a friend of Sean's, you are now a friend of mine. That's awesome. I appreciate you, my friend. And yes, all of that, all of your information, I'll include the link to her podcast so you can go binge that as well. Um, you know, Jillian, how can I best support you? Honestly, just keep showing up, doing your thing and uh, keep having you in my world. You know, I love you, my friend. I love what you're doing. I love binging your content. And uh, yeah, I think that we are on our way to a lifelong friendship, my friend. Absolutely. Much love back to you. And with, without further ado, guys, we're going to conclude this show. If you haven't already subscribed, please subscribe, follow the show, leave a written review, share it to your socials. It's socials. I can't even speak. Uh, and we will, we will share it back to ours too. We want to hear what you have to say and hopefully you guys got a ton of value out of this. So until next time, guys, get your shit done. Take care. <laughs>